At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental caught films, and interesting documentaries. Uh, this is Matt. Today with me today is Andrew Shearer. Howdy. Hi. Hello. Howdy. Howdy. Took you a while to get to howdy there. Okay. Yeah. That's right. cool. You're just, you're just trying to be contrary, right? No, I just thought, you know. What Arnery. Our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, shit. Oh, no, shit. Yep. Uh, today is The Perfect Crime, a 1950s uh, driver's head film weirdly directed by Robert Altman. I guess just getting his career started on this. Um, I, I, yeah, it's just weird. But <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you want to you wanna give us the rundown of this one? Yeah, so this is... Um... You, you think that this is going to be a movie about uh, uh, driver's ed or driver's safety or something like that. And it is, but it's presented by Caterpillar and is really just a, kind of a, a weird shill for its own services when it all shakes out. <laughs> you <When> finally... You, <laughs> the, you see the, the back hose at the very end. You're like, so... If you don't want to be an inhumane piece of crap, hire Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they're doing the, uh, the long sell here, right? <laughs> but um, could you give us that, uh, that summary? Of, of what, did I ask that already? Was that your summary? <laughs> yeah, it was the short version. Yeah, the short version. Okay, because there's this dude in the... This, I, I think this is the most condescending guy that's been in one of these movies so far. Yeah, no, he's terrible. Like, he's really terrible. I mean, he's making you feel like no matter what you do when you drive, you're going to kill people. I mean, you could just not drive. I was like, hey, I drive like once a week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it turns out filmed in the in the jail cell of the DUI guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I resolved to never drive again. I'm like, no, 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 that was a court order, sir. <laughs> the weapon, speed, the killer, possibly you. Yeah. It's, okay. it's set up with a very odd analogy. I like the beginning, and uh, it's rough, actually, because he does. Uh, well, am I allowed to go ahead and, and just sort of set up that intro? He, uh, it's it's a, a little girl uh, with her grandma buying. I guess I guess she's buying candy, or she like does she try to steal it on or something like? It's very innocuous what happens in the store, and then well, I read uh, the most stoned looking man in the store is robbing it. Yeah, he comes in and they just sort of pan to this dude, and he just looks like very very fucked up, and then he walks in and he shoves the little girl away from the counter. And he's like, okay, Gramps, give you give me your money. And the guy's like, I only got 14 bucks. And he kills him. <laughs> and then he kills grandma. And then they don't show it. But 
you hear him take another shot, which means he killed the kid. And then he runs off and gets in his car and a lady's just leisurely walking down like she didn't hear nothing. Runs into the store and then, of course. Oh, no, no, no. I wrote the specific quote. Help police murder help. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Help murder police help as it's fading out. Yeah, that's true. So um, much murder for $14 and a little change. Don't forget, he had a little bit of change as well. A little bit of change. I just didn't, I didn't, I had trouble making the connection. I think this was a really like, the analogy for me just didn't work. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming this was not Altman's, um, you know, pet project. So I think someone, the, whoever wrote it was maybe just, you know, had some, uh, some grudges to kick in the ass. I don't know. Yeah, no. Don't look for any Altman-isms in this movie. I mean, you're not going to... You can't tell that Altman made it. I mean, it's no. just the flattest, flattest thing. I mean, there's no... In fact, there's some really poorly choreographed uh, action in the beginning. Um, he really... Someone really badly wanted to see the pistol whip actually connect with the face. So it's this very weak that the guy gives to grandpa in the store. And I'm like, okay, so that's not how you shoot a pistol whip <laughs> I mean, at all. Cause it has no effect whatsoever. Well, the guy was old. You didn't have to, I mean, a stiff, you know, a, a stiff breeze would uh, knock him over. <laughs> Guess so. Maybe it's just like, I'm going to touch you fool. And you're just going to fall. But I just thought, <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally Alvin just needed to take one half step behind the guy's shoulder and then maybe two three feet away from the old man and it would have just looked like great you got to make that like your new line when you walk into a room and you're like you know saying hi you don't say hi what's up it's like i want to touch you fool (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna gonna check your cheek grandpa (laughs) yeah but it, it also it was just i mean they could have shown like a less like cartoonishly ridiculously horrible crime i suppose i mean maybe they're like no we gotta go all the way the kid no they wanted to make an impact so kids in the room especially if you know it was a little chilly in the room and they're about you know they're they're falling asleep or they got drugs off the guy who's the star of the movie except Um, now it seems like the um it seems more like you know, a sequence from one of those 80s parody films or something because it's so over the top. <laughs> it's, yeah, it could be almost like Amazon Women Out of the Moon. Or no, yeah. no, no, wait, wait, wait. American World from London, which was the one where the guy is like, <laughs> like, you told me you'd never do this again. Or, no, no, you're cheated on my wife. I'm not your wife. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which one. There's the, the Groove Tube, there's the Kentucky Fried movie, but they all kind of run together, you know? They do because it's that same humor. It's like you, you. Oh no, it was American Werewolf because he goes, "You promised me you'd never do this to me again." I don't know who you are. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst thing, so, you know, when you when you have five hundred jokes within a five minute period, you know, it's one of them that it'll just law of average is one of them is going to be funny, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's throw everything against the wall, one will stick. Yeah. I, uh, but I, yeah, I think they did that for shock value for the opener. So that people like me or, you know, whoever else is, what year was this thing made? Like the, it was in the fifties, 54, something like that. 54. That's right. So you want to get that driving audience going like, Whoa, man, this isn't going to be some boring educational film. This and is they, <laughs> And then it just becomes this guy like, um, festering in his own juices for the rest of it. Like trying, trying his best to make you feel like shit. 
for existing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because, you know, I noticed that Caterpillar thing at the very beginning. Caterpillar is, of course, a company that makes construction equipment. And so uh, I'm seeing that going like, okay, Caterpillar, where are we going with this? You know, it was, it was just an odd thing for it. And it made it, it got there. But it took a really long. This was like a twenty minute, right? Uh, so, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it took him a really long time to get there, but it, it made me feel like. Remember the Chulies gum guy from uh, from Clerks? Oh, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he makes this whole big thing like he's not selling Chulies gum, and then at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna buy this Chulies gum." <laughs> That's the way this. <laughs> like read to me is this whole thing like you know the roads just really suck and you use them you're a murderer and by the way caterpillars here to fix them peace <laughs> <laughs> well you got to give it uh atlantis i-285 is a damn bad road with too many cars yeah yeah it is i mean i like to go on youtube and every now and then and search worst roads in the world are they russian usually because they got the russian dashboard footage right yeah, yeah, no, there's... I those mean, are the ones all, I want to see, the Russian dashboard footage. Dash cam footage, yeah. Those, there's ones that are mountain roads that are just like bananas. You're like going, who would... And then there's those intersections in India also. But uh, 285, yes, it's the worst, and they have never worked on it ever. It's oh, I, just, I just got dream recall from last night. I was on a street corner, and there's like a kind of Optimus Prime-looking truck, and then something just like ran, like smashed into it. And completely smashed the front end of the truck. Huh. Okay. Crazy. It just popped in my mind. But yeah, that was that was last night's dream. So I, maybe the perfect crime stuck in my head, man. I don't know who did it, but somebody did a video one time of the, or an animation one time of someone sitting inside a transformer when it transforms. <laughs> <laughs> just get like obliterated. <laughs> well, they do usually throw them, at least in the movies... Sam Witwicky gets thrown out of the car first before they transform usually. Yeah, but imagine they stay up in there. just. <laughs> I think by the last night, though, they have them in the vehicle as it's transforming. I mean, the peeps. I've been told that's the one I need to see. I liked Bumblebee as we're talking about car movies because we're going to try to make this work. This is not a segue. This is <laughs> a sidebar yeah. of the worst kind. But uh, no, I, I... The point they keep smashing smashing forward is how you're a murderer by driving on the road in poor conditions and at first it's about like there's is there drunk driving in here i don't think so I, no they do oh, okay here i actually did make the note of what they say um make sure to drive more slowly if you've been drinking yeah I'm like, wait, is he saying drinking and driving is like legally cool in 1954? I mean, Cary Grant got arrested, right? He did. I mean, yeah. not the actor, the North by Northwest, but <laughs> he did drink the whole bottle of whiskey, though. Or no, yeah, they no, poured the whole Grant bottle of bourbon. As we all know, was an LSD head. Right, right. To cure the mind, so, the migraine. <laughs> he, they they use this analogy about uh, the the guy killing the people, and then. Um, you know, fleeing the scene of the crime in a car at the beginning. They want to use this sort of like, okay, well, you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't shoot grandma and grandpa and the little granddaughter. So why would you drive on a poorly paved road? My, my, <laughs> favorite, my favorite bit of advice is where they seem to be telling you to just take straight roads. 
not the curving roads definitely not the gay ones yeah no <laughs> there's the equivalency here is just really really warped <laughs> it's like i can't plot my route on all straight roads it's not how it works <laughs> no maybe it, maybe it does in the midwest this may be if anyone wanted to venture to watch it twice <laughs> it would be funny to then knowing that this was watch it with the, the watch it knowing that caterpillar is ultimately trying to sell something in this and it's i think probably going to be funnier or at least amusing did you find any of it like super funny did you laugh at anything um i laughed at my own jokes um <laughs> by the by the end of the movie i just like they kept going closer and closer up on him each time yeah. and i was like i can punch him now except i destroyed I know. my computer screen he was so miserably he just really i think hated people i'd like to know what the scenario was when caterpillar was like look okay we got this chance to make a giant commercial for ourselves but there's rules about that so we got to make sure we make it seem educational so it can't be caterpillar's so great well what are we going to do all right you know that guy that hangs out on the sidewalk and pisses himself every day like I gotta call the cops. He will be the narrator. That's where the Altman <laughs> comes in. <laughs> yeah, we've got it now. Altman's like, let's bring him in. Yeah, but yes. yeah. stunt you casting also... weirdos for small parts. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then we're gonna get Frank Cross from the movie Scrooged to come in and make the audience so terrified not to hire Caterpillar. <laughs> Hey, you know, if we could like cross the time streams, you know what what would make this film like phenomenal? If we Let's if we could it. if we could take Frank Burns out of the, the Mash movie and put him here, the, the Robert wow. Duvall one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no I'll uh, take the TV one too. I'm just trying to go for the uh, the 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 Altman connection. Well, no, I meant Frank Cross from the movie Scrooged. Yeah, yeah, that works too. I just again trying to keep the uh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Just trying to keep the yeah. connection flowing, man. <laughs> but, yeah, they gotta be so scared to miss it. <laughs> That's that Scrooge is where I first heard about the Manson family because that joke didn't. I remember that joke making zero sense to me the first time. Oh, for real? For the Manson family Christmas special, but I had no clue who the Manson family was at the time. So, oh, it's okay. Yeah, okay. Well, it. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do a sidebar to the word Scrooge, but. Frank Cross was a guy who was supposedly very good at uh, at selling television, and uh, his idea of selling a Christmas special was scaring old people to death. And what I feel like Caterpillar was doing with this is trying so hard not to get caught because it was not legal until Reagan said it was legal for commercials to be longer than like what thirty seconds. I couldn't tell you the specifics, but probably. <laughs> Yeah, because after him came infomercials and all these things that you're like, whoa, I just watched this. I mean, what was He-Man and G.I. Joe? They were toy commercials that were upwards of 22 minutes long. They weren't Later like two hours. <laughs> yeah, now they're, yeah. So, um, yeah, Caterpillar probably was like, no, 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 man. We can't, we got to disguise it. We got to make sure this doesn't seem like a commercial for us. We're only going to have our, our back hose and front end loaders in one shot right. 30 seconds of footage yep exactly the rest of the time we got to make people so like they're you're gonna die if roads aren't fixed by caterpillar we got to really drive that home and so let's, that's all the movie's doing 
let's all handwrite letters to our senators to demand bad roads. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he gets to that point. I mean, because what's the solution? Okay, we. What can we tell him? What's all right to the, our senators to get a contract with Caterpillar? No, that's too much. <laughs> we need to fix these roads. Who should we call? Hey, who made that movie? <laughs> like, what? What if we made everyone our lobbyists? <laughs> I mean, did that not? Did it not read that way for you when you were watching it? I mean, because it, uh, it really is trying hard to make it sound like. You cannot drive anywhere without being as bad of a human being as a man who will shoot people and run away from a robbery. Yeah, the more the more you think about this movie, the more and and I'm not going to you know say that obviously you're you're right. It does not have a uh, alter hand behind the directing, but it all it is like bizarrely surreal, almost like when we were talking with the land without bread. When you start thinking about, it, you're like, none of this is good advice or practical advice or realistic advice. <laughs> no, no, it's terrible. And you know, I mean, the I mean, thing is like, about it was one shot where they're talking about, okay, so the speed limit on this road is 55. That's fine. And then they show the fake rain coming on. The sign and they're like but it changes in the rain to 45 and i was just waiting for like it to go but then have blood spattered on the <laughs> sign like please do it they didn't do it actually the uh, highways in japan one i don't use them much because you have to always pay for them right but um they do have electronic speed limit signs that change according to conditions huh we could really use that, but I can tell you now, Americans wouldn't give a crap. They all get smashed up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't. They're they're going the speed they want to go, and that's just it. But um, what they they're not keeping to the speed limit. <laughs> it's just that's what the sign says. Okay, it's a suggestion, right? Yeah. Well, no, it, it's it's same as the states. It's a speed limit, but everyone's driving faster. <laughs> But yeah, it, it does change. So um, it's kilometers per hour. So I think it usually says 80, which means people uh -huh. drive 100 kilometers per hour. Um, but if it's rainy or there's a type, if it's rainy or something, they'll change it to 60. And then if it's like a typhoon or something, I haven't been on a highway in a typhoon, but I think they'll change it like 40 or something. Here, um, the bigger your vehicle is, the less the speed limits really apply to you. Because <laughs> the idea is the bigger your vehicle is, um, the better, the more likely you are to survive the crash, and the more likely you are to kill an inferior human being who forgot to buy a giant truck. Right. But again, <laughs> the practical advice in this film is along the lines of if you use a bad road, you are an asshole. Use a oh, yeah. different road that goes somewhere else. <laughs> 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 but I want to go to the supermarket. You're not now. Now you're going to the porno shop. <laughs> right. You're like, uh, how did I end up in New Mexico? Look, man, I said I wanted a Slurpee. I don't know what. Did you watch that video? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All the straight roads head to New Mexico. Wow, sure. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but um, no, that was I, 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 that's I, on their license plates. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do think you probably can't. Maybe that advice makes a little bit more sense in the Midwest. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. No, uh, in Japan, it's like the weird. They do work on the roads all the time, but it's you know mountains. They got rain, you know, snow, all that stuff. So there are lots of, especially backwoods roads in uh, questionable conditions. But uh, sure, you know, no. the way I see it here, 
we have we have small dangerous roads but the drivers usually don't suck yeah no here it's bad drivers and plus the uh the infrastructure which is what um this movie is really kind of attacking uh is one of our least important uh things that we spend money on and really the only time you see people tearing up the roads which seems to be constantly for some reason is just so that they uh if they fall short of their budget um, they want to make sure they get that same money next year. They're like, oh, man, we spent less this year. Uh, can we just like tear something down real quick? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, same thing in Japan. In fact, it's on steroids here because in the 80s and 90s when it was like bubble time, they were building like every small village has like some giant brutalist concrete, you know, like art center. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's kind of weird. I think I just said that to someone else too, but whatever. <laughs> I repeat myself. But want yeah. to. The good news about that was anyone, uh, no matter. I can repeat live, myself if I want to. I can repeat myself if I want to. <laughs> okay, sorry, you were saying. <laughs> no matter where you live, you can shoot your own version of RoboCop somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, y- yes, actually, or I, I would say more Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah, because they did it in Mexico City with all that, like, kind of same. I think it was the same. Did place they did the uh, conquest of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, yeah. The one I like is the the university in Canada where Cronenberg made um, Crimes of the Future. Man, what a cool looking place that was. Which of the future? Crimes of the Future, his movie. Oh, okay. Okay, I guess I never saw that one. Um, yeah, I, I, it's come across before. Like, I'm not always down with the body horror, and, and Cronenberg has like the especially disturbing version of that. So, I'm not quite as up on his film as I should be. But I did like seeing him in Star Trek Discovery last year. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he's uh, he's going to be wake making one more movie. He's pushing eighty. Wow. Yeah. Did you, did you see him in Star Trek Discovery? Yes, I did. I liked Discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was great in that. And it was no, he just like lived down the street. So they're like, okay, I guess we'll bring him in. <laughs> yeah, no, he's in Jason X. He's in Nightbreed. I mean, Cronenberg's actually a good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that might, I guess I, I'm sure I've seen him somewhere else. But I, I would have seen him in Jason X. But yeah, he just stuck there. Uh, more, more than the guy in The Perfect Crime, of course. <laughs> there we go. David Cronenberg doing that would be cool. <laughs> There's just so yeah. many- there's so many people if you were to play this a little bit more as a um you know dark satire and you put in your frank cross or your cronenberg this would actually be pretty fun (laughs) yeah no it would and and it's fun to think about like these directors going back to their old old educational film background because many of the great directors did begin in industrials and things like that to to have them go back and remake one of them yeah that that would be interesting although uh, it's getting a little too far past the uh, educational film prime area I, I yeah but then in 20 years again something they're making now is probably going to be like have a bizarre charm to it so yeah it could be um i guess we'll wrap that one so tell them your deets oh right right so uh my friends and i here in athens georgia we make movies together and we are called gonzorific g-o-n-z-o-r-i-f-f-i-c and we have gonzorific.com. We're on uh, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Face Space, all of those stuff. And uh, our latest movie is called Areola Jones in the Home Video Vixens. Vixen. Sorry, I was trying to like make it into like a verb, but it's just the same word. Yeah, fix. <laughs> I'm Vix. 
Vixen. It doesn't work. Okay. Well, we learn oh, something like every day. I'm Vixen to buy some independent films. There we go. <laughs> uh, this podcast is Oral Hygiene Pod. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. Uh, if you feel like telling me how stupid I am, that's a good place to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, otherwise... <laughs> You can you can hear some music that's at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com where there's I've made insane amounts of albums and you you play drums on several of them so you're there too okay don't don't drive anywhere don't get in your car because you don't want to be an asshole don't even say car what automobile these automobiles are all Infesting our roads. Where are the horse and buggies? Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.